Welcome to the Successful Spiritual Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Louise Wilson. I'm a mystic, healer, entrepreneur, and business coach. I'm so deeply passionate about all things mystical, magical, and business. Business is my happy zone. With over 30 years' experience in consulting and finance to launching my own retail store, retreat center, and coaching and healing practice. So if you're looking for inspiration to successfully merge the worlds of business and spirituality, then you, my fellow soul traveler, have landed in the right place. So think of this podcast as your weekly dose of business strategy and spiritual mastery, feeding your inner flame and giving you the fire in your belly confidence to fiercely and unapologetically own your healing gifts and share your message with the world. So leave it to me to provide you with the mindset, tools, strategies and resources to support you as you journey forth to launch and grow your coaching and healing business. I know we're going to be taking one epic journey together and thank you so much for joining me today and for pressing play. So let's begin. folks and welcome to episode three of the successful spiritual entrepreneur podcast today's topic is super juicy and i am so deeply passionate about this and in particular we're going to be exploring you know the challenges that we face as spiritual entrepreneurs having heard the call that we want to launch our purpose-driven business whether it's a coaching uh, practice or maybe working in one of the healing modalities, we know and we have seen a picture and vision of ourselves in the future, whether it's working with clients one-on-one, whether it's we've taken our business online, we are helping and supporting people either through coaching or through a specific healing modality, but we're helping people. Maybe you've seen yourself facilitating workshops or possibly speaking on stages, or maybe even you've just published your book and it's landed on the New York Times bestseller list. What I'm talking about here is it's that vision. You've seen it or you felt it, but deep in your heart, you know you're here on this planet to help and support others. And you've seen a future paced version of yourself doing this work. But maybe too, you're also experiencing challenges in actually getting going, either whether it's actually launching or maybe you've launched and you're struggling to gain traction. And what we're going to talk about today is what's going on. And the most important thing that I want to share with you is that it's not your fault. It is not your fault, my friend, if you aren't where you want to be yet with your spiritual business. Now, maybe you've already done, you've seen that future paced vision. And so in an effort to manifest that, you've probably already done a number of coaching certifications, or maybe you've practiced different healing modalities and you have those certifications. Maybe you've already done the business trainings to support you in launching your business. Maybe you've done training to speak on stages or possibly, you know, trainings to help you write your first book. You've done the work but you're probably feeling frustrated, you know, and it's that rock in the shoe question of when am I ever going to get launched? When is it ever going to happen? Because you've put that work in, but for some reason, your vision and dream, it keeps kind of circling back and ending up on the someday one day shelf. 
and um, it's becoming quite a challenge. Maybe you've got a bunch of projects on your computer, ideas for programs, you get massively inspired, but you just can't seem to kind of like take it like right the way through. And, you know, what I want to talk about today is what's really happening for you beneath the surface and why it truly isn't your fault that you haven't got to where you would like to be yet in your coaching or healing business. So even though you might have spent a whole bunch of money, thousands of dollars, it's important that you probably do feel a bit guilty. I know I used to feel this way. My clients feel this way. It's like, why hasn't it happened yet? Why haven't I, you know, spent all this money? I'm doing the work, but I'm just not getting any further forward. And why it isn't your fault is because there's a lot of stuff going on beneath the surface that you're not even aware of. You know, those deep subconscious beliefs that you're holding. And that's where the challenge is. That's where the block is for you. So if you think about it, the vision you've seen for yourself, I just want to reaffirm that it's very, very real. What you've seen in the future is totally possible for you once you're able to clear away all those inner blocks and really embrace your identity as the powerful coach and healer that you already are, you know, but it's necessary to, to do that work. And I'm talking about clearing away at a past life level and ancestral level. So the vision you've seen of yourself as that coach, as that healer, it's coming from a deep place inside of you. It's coming from your soul. Your soul knows and sees this is possible because it knows you've done it in previous lifetimes. You're called to do this healing work because you are a healer. You've done it many times in many lifetimes. But if you think about it, you know, how often, not that long ago, were people, and especially women, persecuted for practicing the healing arts? Witches burned at the stake. Millions of women, millions of women burnt at the stake. Now, you know, I've heard figures up to 9 million women. Some people dispute that. The bottom line is one person, just even one person being persecuted for practicing the healing arts, for helping people is so very, very, very wrong. And if you were wronged in a past life, if you were persecuted, if you experienced like those traumatic events around putting yourself out there, well, guess what? That belief, that trauma, it, it doesn't disappear. We talked about this in uh, last week's episode, episode two. You know how every experience that we've experienced, it carries forward from lifetime to lifetime. The good, like the great gifts we've learned, but also the not so good stuff. So if you have experienced a traumatic event related to putting yourself out there, then it's no wonder that in this lifetime you're like, there's a, on a deep subconscious level, there's a part of you that doesn't want to be vulnerable. There's a part of you that wants to stay safe. And, you know, this is where the conflict is happening. This is why it's not your fault, because... You know, as I've talked in previous episodes, we have our conscious mind, the doing part of us that wants to get this stuff done, wants to move forward. You're doing the trainings, you're doing the work, you're doing the certifications, and that's 5% of your operating power. But the other 95%, you know, on a subconscious soul level is saying, hang on a minute, it's not safe. 
I, you, you can't do this. We have to keep you safe. And so who's going to win? 5% versus 95%. And so you don't necessarily see this pattern playing out so clearly. It's kind of quite tricky what actually happens because things get thrown up. You know, you get thrown these curveballs. So I'm just going to take an example. Say you did a training, you came away from that training, you were super pumped, super excited. You're like, yes, going to do this. And then you have this fantastic idea for a program. You crash that program out. You've got it on your computer, 80% in. And now you've got to start, when you have to come to start taking some tangible steps towards manifesting that, to bringing that program, you know, in front of people, that's when things start to get tricky. And maybe as I'm talking about this, you can see patterns that have happened for you where that's happened. So you're at the point now where you have to maybe just put a post on social media or email your list or tell the people that you're working with that you're going to be doing this and you don't do it. Why don't you do it? Well, maybe maybe you have a shortage of money and maybe there's a crisis happening. And so you think, well, I've got to get a bit more money before I can move further forward with this. So you kind of get pulled back to deal with getting some more moolah together. Or maybe it's time or maybe it's family that they need you. And so you divert your attention. Your attention gets diverted for a very logical, reasonable reason that happens. But when you come back to your project, you probably don't continue with it. You might decide to do something else. Oh, I've got a better idea. I think this is going to land and resonate way more perfectly for my people. I'm going to do this project. So again, you get 85% in, then something comes up, you get distracted. And when you come back to the drawing board, you switch again. So it's kind of like, I think there's a term for it, context switching. But what's essentially happening is the conscious subconscious is kind of fooling us into believing we're making progress. We're actually doing the work to manifest this dream. But really, in reality, we're not moving forward. So we're kind of going around in circles. And these events that get thrown up before us to stop us in our tracks, that's your subconscious, conscious efforts to keep you safe, to stop you from putting yourself out there, putting yourself into what it considers to be a dangerous situation where, you know, you're going to be exposed. It's not safe. And so that's why it's so tricky, because we don't actually recognize necessarily the pattern. This folks happened to me for a number of years before I realized what was going on. And man, once I nailed it and once I could see, oh, my God, this is what's happening for me. You know, we can change the things that we can see when we know what's going on beneath the surface we can get to the root of that belief and release it, change it, choose something more empowering because beliefs exist in our minds. So we have the opportunity to change those events happen in our lives. So past life event, if you're burnt at the stake, oh, sounds terrible to even think about it. But when an event happens, we formulate a belief. So the belief would be it's not safe. And um, there's emotions attached to that belief. 
fear and then we end up on this cycle of uh, behavioural pattern to keep us safe. So what I'm saying here is and the crux, I think what's really important here is that, you know, whilst we can't control the circumstances of our lives, the stuff that's happens in this lifetime or previous lifetimes, we can control the subsequent beliefs we choose that arise from that event. So that's where we do the work at a past life level. We locate the event and then we change the belief choose something empowering and this is how we can kind of like go back and let go of all those beliefs that are limiting us at a deep subconscious level so when i say it's not your fault you know you can't see those roadblocks because they're buried deep in the subconscious and the subconscious conscious it's very tricky you know it kind of is throwing up these practical reasons for you not to do something but you don't necessarily realise that there's something way more insidious, really, that's going on and playing out for you beneath the surface. So you can see how at a past life level, if you have done this work before, you're called to do this work today because you were a healer in a past life. And I just want to say those healing gifts that you have, they're still inside of you. You carry them with you from lifetime to lifetime. So just as we can release the icky sticky stuff and beliefs, we can also empower those gifts and that's going to give you way more confidence to really step into your role and identity as a powerful healer. And so I just want to move on to ancestral too, because, you know, um, it's important for us to explore our ancestral lineage too, in the context of empowering ourselves to fully embrace our identity as a healer because maybe there are gifts that our ancestors have given us to support us in our healing work you know there's those gifts that have been passed down the ancestral line and it is possible for us as we explore our lineage and we do this through ancestral journeys the same with past life work we do it through journeys to access the subconscious soul level but in our ancestral body of work, you know, it's possible for us too to activate those ancestral gifts. And it's also possible for us to trace those ancestral beliefs. And now I'm talking about those beliefs that don't even belong to you. They're not even yours because a whole bunch of bad stuff probably happened to your ancestors and that those events, the scientific research has been done to show that trauma is passed down through the ancestral line. There's research around how we interact with our environment and how our lived experiences are passed from generation to generation through epigenetic mechanisms. So, you know, studies have been done to see how generations, you know, post the Holocaust have been impacted by those events post um to the terrorist attacks in new york in 2001 september 11th the same thing has been passed down through to the next generation there's a lot of stuff that you could be holding on to that isn't even yours some you know you may directly have experienced your parents beliefs about money about work you've got to work really hard and you'll be aware of those ones right like that you were raised that was the beliefs that you were raised in 
it's been brought down from their ancestors. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you're probably not even aware of. And I know for me, the first time that I started to do some exploration of my ancestry, looking at my father's side and my mother's side, you know, it was really interesting is that I've never met my mother's parents. Never met them. They died before I was born. I think just as I was born. But I had did know my father's mother Agnes. Now when I did the work going down each, you know, the paternal maternal lineage, what really surprised me was the deep deep sadness that I felt when I was exploring my mum's line, you know, my, my grandfather, going through my grandfather's line and then through my, my grandmother. And I went back several generations to do this. Man, I, I was like, what is going on? Why do I feel this deep hurt inside of me? Why? Because I don't even know, you know, I, I've never met, you know, my grandmother, grandfather. And it was a friend who help me understand this you know because I am descended I am of Scottish descent it was connected to all of the terrible things that happened in Scotland the clearance they had you had the clearances you know people were taken off the land but my ancestors the Armstrong clan we lived on the borders so if you imagine if you're living on the borders between Scotland and England you would effectively have been living on a knife's edge Right? never knowing you know what's who's who's going to be raiding i know i know our armstrongs had a bit of a history of raiding going over the borders into england so they were pretty fearless in many ways but the english came across too and so i think for me understanding my ancestry understanding what they went through gave a lot more context and meaning and understanding to why you know, as a young kid and right up into my mid-30s, I was very fearful. I was afraid of everything, everything. And I believe that that was really a direct relation to my Scottish ancestry. I was just like, I went on holiday. I had to know where I was going to stay, what hotel, where, blah, blah, blah. Like I couldn't, everything, I had to know and be sure of everything. I've got a way more relaxed attitude now. I'm much more open, much more, yeah, laissez-faire, like I'm just, and it just creates so much more space in my life, not having that fear and anxiety anymore. So you can see the power of understanding your lineage, you know, and letting go of those beliefs that are restricting you and the beliefs that are holding you back in business. And so, again, you know, so interesting. And you got a whole bunch of stuff that's not even yours. Again, it's not your fault. If you're not where you are right now in your business, just know it's not your fault, that there are things playing out beneath the surface. And once you do the work to locate those beliefs, heal them, let them go, you know, that frees you up to take really powerful empowered steps towards manifesting your vision and dreams and so i just want to reiterate that the vision you've seen of yourself whether it's speaking on stages whether you've written a book you're facilitating workshops you're working online whatever that vision is my fellow soul traveler that vision is very real 
that's coming from a deep place inside of you, from your soul, that knows your truth, knows that this reality is absolutely possible for you. As you do the work to clear away the beliefs that are that are blocking you, as you do the work to embrace your identity as a healer, as a powerful healer, because if you've been called to do this work, you've done this work before. And so you can, you know, do the work to kind of access those wonderful, beautiful, powerful gifts that you hold that have traveled with you from lifetime to lifetime, your infinite gifts as a healer. And I really just want to encourage you, cheer you on, just say, go for it. Go for your dream. It's not crazy. It's not wild. It might seem that way. But, you know, your soul sees the totality of who you are and sees the big picture vision of what you're capable of. Your conscious mind will tell you it's crazy because your conscious mind has no freaking idea how it's going to manifest it because it doesn't know that you have a wealth of resources available to you, powerful healing gifts, infinite healing gifts that have traveled with you from lifetime to lifetime. So there you have it, folks. I just really want to applaud you um, for following your dream. Keep going. Keep the faith. And, you know, if you want to, you know, head on over to my website. I've got some great um, tools there to support you in uh, launching your coaching business. But I also have this in the work with me section. I do have an upcoming uh, five part video series training that, you know, that's going to help you to embrace your identity as the powerful healer you already are so feel free to kind of head on over there there's lots more resources available to you at www.louise-wilson.com so glad that you stay with me to the end of this i just hope that you know you uh, continue forward with your vision and dream i am cheering you on i believe in you i know you can do it um the vision is real. Keep the faith, my friends, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye for now and lots of love to you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And if you want to tap into and soak up even more spiritual and entrepreneurial inspiration, then head on over to my website at www.louise-wilson.com. In the meantime and between time, I'm sending a blanket of love and blessings your way and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Keep on shining, my friends, and bye for now.